Hello, welcome to the Friday, July 1st, 2016 edition of the Sanson and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Salt Lake City, Utah. Often it doesn't take a new fancy technical exploit in order to convince users to give up their username and password. Some basic social engineering tricks is usually all it takes in order to get a pretty decent response rate. To illustrate this point, Xavier wrote up an interesting diary about some spam that he has been seen recently where the spam delivers a blurred document and then overlays a login dialogue to the document claiming that if the user enters their email username and password, it will unlock this document for them. Now this of course then entices users to enter their credentials thinking that they already see sort of this blurred document they really would like to see what it's all about and it sounds kind of reasonable that a sender would password protect these type of documents. So neat little trick and of course not really all that easy to defend against uh, because no real malware in this sense is actually delivered. Now Xavier goes on to look at the actual command control channel that's then being used to submit the username and password. So if you're interested in some indicators of compromise, you can certainly check out what he learned about these particular exploits. Now there are many users who have given up somewhat on Adobe's PDF reader due to all of the vulnerabilities being reported in that particular piece of software and have switched to the alternative written by Fox IT. Well, uh, Fox IT and Fox IT fandom PDF also have vulnerabilities and Fox ID IP just this week released patches for them. So if you are using Fox IT, make sure you're up to date. And security researcher Christian Otov did find a pretty basic vulnerability in start SSL's Start Encrypt API. I mentioned this API before. It does allow you to automatically create certificates. Now, one of the challenges, of course, is how do you authenticate whether or not you're authorized to obtain a certificate for a particular site? Well, the way Start Encrypt solves that, actually similar to Let's Encrypt, that you drop a specific file on the site. The problem with Start Encrypt's implementation here is that that the client can actually overwrite the name of the file that's being used to verify the authorization of for that particular domain. So with this vulnerability, an attacker that can upload any file onto a server would be able to obtain a certificate for this domain. As the author of this blog post points out, Dropbox and other sites like this, of course, do allow uploading arbitrary files to a server. With that, the attacker could then obtain a Dropbox.com certificate. To make things worse, the API also follows redirects. So in case there is an open redirect on the particular target web server, the attacker could point to that particular URL, appending the attacker's own URL. And with that, the attacker doesn't even need to upload a file to the site the attacker attempts to impersonate. Start Encrypt did fix some of these issues and did actually have to modify their clients in order to support this new modified API. 
In addition, there are also a couple of vulnerabilities in the client in the way it connects uh, to the site, not checking properly certificate and the like. Overall, as the author of the blog post points out, this looks like a rushed rolled out rollout of this particular API that didn't consider some of the lessons that, for example, Let's Encrypt did learn through its beta. And mobile security company Cheetah Mobile reports that according to their research, the Hummer Trojan is the most common Trojan currently found on Android devices. Most infected devices are in Asia, in particular in India. They don't state how the Trojan gets on the device, but uh, my assumption is it's probably being installed uh, via installs from unofficial software stores. Now, according to Cheetah Mobile, 1.4 million devices are infected with this particular Trojan. The way the people behind this particular malware are making money is by installing additional software on the device at the tune of about 50 cents per install. Infected devices tend to become almost unusable because all of the additional software being installed on it and also because of constant pop-up ads being displayed by this malware. Well, and that's it for today. Thanks again for listening. Due to the 4th of July holiday, there will be no podcast on Monday. So talk to you again on Tuesday. Bye.